0: Welcome to the Building Heroes podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey there, welcome to episode 51 of the Building Heroes podcast. Have you ever felt overwhelmed with all the things you've got to do? that's a silly question, isn't it? Especially if you're a homeschool mom, of course you have. You know, lately I have been feeling the overwhelm and it's starting to creep up on me. And I have had so much on the to-do list and not getting it done, not getting enough sleep. You know, I've kept going, but there was definitely that part of me that really just wanted to curl up, eat chocolate, watch movies and just ignore it all, you know, which, of course, we all know just makes it worse, right? But still, I was thinking, wow, when is this going to let up? I'm, I'm not sure I can keep doing this. I'm headed for a crash. And that's when it was kind of funny because Facebook showed me one of my history posts, you know, posts from past history that I had made some years ago. And I had written, overwhelm is really just a signal to show you that it's time to reevaluate your priorities. <laughs> and of course, my first thought was, I don't have time for that <laughs> but it was a good reminder and we'll talk more on this in a bit but what I really wanted to address in this podcast was a post from a overwhelmed homeschool mom on Facebook and this is what she said She said all right I need all your best do it all tips and tricks I'm falling behind and I'm not managing to get a school and cleaning then and it's showing You don't have the option to have help come in. And right now the family's not on board. And so I just don't see that. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Now, I'm absolutely sure that she is not the only one feeling like this right about now. We feel like we're falling behind and things are just not going as planned. What I want us all to remember is that you're not behind because it's not a race, But I know it can feel that way and it can feel like things are falling apart. But I do want you to remember, this is not a race. This is a journey. Now, we have all these grand plans and ideas. But I think what most of us don't really realize is that it is really, really hard to implement new ideas and habits. You know, I said, she's probably not the only one feeling like this right about now for a reason, because this is so very normal, a homeschool mom in October. You want to know why? (laughs) Of course you do, right? It's because you wanted to create a whole new plan for your school year. Even if it was a reasonable plan, you made a plan and things are changing, right? You were motivated. You were excited about your new system, your new plans, right? Um, And for that, I really do want to applaud you because it means that you have these good desires in your heart. You wanted to make things better. You want to make a change. Here's the problem. It's change. (laughs) And change is hard because it's uncomfortable. You were very comfortable with your life before you were getting by. And then when you introduce this new routine, your brain goes a little crazy. You know, your brain's kind of like, wait, what? You're changing things up on me. My job is to keep you comfortable. This is not comfortable. You can't do this. You're falling behind. You're messing up. And then you start to let things go and you actually sabotage yourself. You don't even know it. And then you give up. Okay? What no one ever teaches is that change is really, really hard. And that when you try to change things, you're not going to be good at it first. That's just how it is. And so that just feels wrong to your brain because you're not good at it. And so your brain starts telling you what a mess you are because it wants you to go back to how you were because that's more comfortable. And then what your brain also does is it will start look for evidence that it's right. And it will look around and it'll say, oh my gosh, your house is a mess. Your kids are still in their pajamas. Your kids aren't listening to you. They're not learning. Oh, there's this mess, that mess, this mess. And they're just getting worse. You're falling behind. You can't do this. Just give up. You know what? still talking for your brain. You've been working so hard. You should just quit. You should go scroll on Facebook. Those dishes can wait. Eat some chocolate. You know, that's kind of how it goes in our brains. I mean, maybe not those exact things, but kind of like that. And then when you listen to your brain, when it tells you to give up and stop trying, then you feel worse. You feel like a mess. You feel like you're a terrible person. Everybody else has those cool nicely decorated Pinterest homes and you feel like you might as well give up you want help but you don't even know what to ask or what to do to get it because you're too overwhelmed and really sometimes you just don't want to ask for help because you think you should be able to do this so what do we do instead what do we do when that overwhelm hits Because that overwhelm is hard because it's overwhelming right um So I think what we have to do is reframe this and think about it a little bit differently because we feel like we're falling behind when we don't feel like we're making progress. You see how that works? I'm falling behind because I'm not making progress. It's not a race, but we love to feel like we're making progress. So when we're implementing a new plan or new habits in our life, we're changing things up. We're typically not going to feel like we're making any progress at first because we're not because it always takes longer than you think. And it always doesn't work as well as you would hope. And it doesn't feel like progress. And that's why we feel like we're falling behind. Um, And then that's when our brains kick in and tell us, oh, you're overwhelmed. You're falling behind. You can't do this. You're a mess, right? So when people get overwhelmed and they don't have time to do it all, I find that we have um, certain reactions to this, okay? So when we get overwhelmed, we do start getting these negative voices going on in our heads. And, um, but we don't really realize it. And those voices are what cause us to react in one of these ways. So this is what I've noticed. I th- I've got, I think, four of them here. Okay, so number one way of reacting is we might just give up. Okay, for a homeschool mom, that could just look like putting the kids back in school. Or it could be, hey, we're, I give up. We're just gonna unschool now. And then of course, it looks more like ignoring instead of unschooling. Um, And then you slip into depression because you're not following the plan that you wanted. You're not doing what you wanted to do. Or number two, we start trying to control everything. Okay. We turn into this nagging drill sergeant who's getting on everybody and everything to make them do what we want them to do because nothing's getting done. And so that's the only thing we can see is to make people do it. Right. Right. And then we slip into depression because we don't want to be that kind of person who's always nagging and making people do things. Or number three, we'll blame. Okay, we'll look at our life and we'll start blaming all of our circumstances and our, and other people. We'll focus in on where everything is lacking, and we'll say, "Well, if only I had more money, or if I had help, or if I had support, then life would be so much better." And then you slip into depression because you're focusing on every, everything that you don't have, you're focusing on your miserable life. That's no fun either. Okay, or number four, we keep going and going and going until we completely and utterly crash. And we're basically trying to do everything ourselves because no one else is gonna do it, so I have to. And we become a mother martyr, okay? And we literally nearly kill ourselves off trying to do it all. And then when you crash, you probably slip into depression too, because you crashed, you should have been stronger than that. All right. So that's four reactions to overwhelm that we typically happen or that typically happen in people's lives when they get overwhelmed. And if you notice those in yourself, that's okay. And the good news is you're noticing it. So that means empowered because now you can do something else we can be more proactive about overwhelm i mean motherhood is really really hard and adding in homeschool makes it harder and there's so much to do and it's it's rough i see so many moms get super overwhelmed and i am seriously worried about the number of moms out there who are just stuck in this overwhelmed trap they have these good desires they want to do these good things But they can't seem to figure out how to make it all work together. And they get overwhelmed and then they are depressed because they're not being the kind of mom that they want to be. And it feels lousy because you feel stuck. I've been there. I know. But there is a way out. There is, which is great news, right? Okay. The reactionary methods that we use that we don't even realize we're doing to overwhelm leads to beating yourself up and getting depressed. And no one wants to be a mom like that. Okay. So, I mean, mom overwhelm is a real thing for sure. And, but there's gotta be better ways, you know, (laughs) instead of just sitting it right. A lot of people will give you tips like, Oh, delegate this or take things off your list or hire somebody, get help, you know? And those are things that can help, but I don't think it's getting to the root of the problem because quite frankly, you can't always delegate everything either. You know, the root of the problem as I see it is that you're too hard on yourself <laughs> and you're like, no, I have to be hard on myself. Or I'm not going to get it all done. No, you are, um, because you have this expectation that everything has to be happening right now. Now, you may think that you don't. Well, I'm pretty sure you probably do, <laughs> okay? and I'll tell you why. The reason why is you're trying to implement all your good ideas right now, and you're convinced that everything you currently have should stay the same, and then you're going to implement all your new ideas, and they're all going to happen right now. Okay. That's not how it works. And they're not all going to happen now because they're new and because, you know, because you're implementing new things and because it's not all going as smoothly as you thought other things are going to fall by the wayside. That's, that's just how it has to be. Okay. So when you go around and look at your house and you think I'm a mess We gotta change that and say no. I am learning to change and implement something new here, and some things I'm just gonna have to let go for now, and it's okay. Okay. Now there is this super cool video on YouTube, and it's called something like "Amazing Resonance Experiment." I mean, you can you can search for that or search for salt table um, experiment, something like that. But I think this actually can provide you a really good visual of what I'm talking about here. Okay, so what this video does, it shows this experiment where there's this vibration table and the experimenter sprinkles some salt on the table and then turns the frequency on so that the table will vibrate. Okay, the salt starts shaking and it moves into this really cool geometric pattern from the vibration on the table. And you're like, wow, that is awesome. And it is really cool. But what's cool, even more cool, is what happens next, okay? Next, the experimenter turns the vibration up to increase the frequency so it shakes a little harder, okay? When that happens, the salt gets disrupted from the pattern that it was in, And it just kind of spreads out into this random mess. But then as it stays at that frequency, the salt settles into a new vibration and it moves into this new, a different new cool pattern. I'm like, that's so cool. Right. You should go watch it anyway. But that is pretty much what's going on in your life at this time of year, you have been trying to shift into a new pattern at a different frequency but you're feeling the overwhelm of that random mess as the salt is settling in to the new pattern. Whoa, okay, if you keep going, it's going to settle in into that new pattern. Okay. Now, that's a cool example, and unfortunately our lives are not quite as simple as salt, right, but the pattern is still there. The thing is, you might stay in that random mess of salt, that random chaos, of overwhelm, right? If you don't realize that the overwhelm is the opportunity to prioritize your life, okay? Which I mentioned earlier that Facebook had reminded me I said that. So back to the salt table, okay? I've also noticed that when you're in the overwhelm, in the random chaos, if you're not being aware and you're just reacting to the overwhelm, the ways that I mentioned earlier, by giving up or controlling others or blaming or just keep going until you crash, um, then what you're really effectively doing is you're actually just turning the frequency knob back and forth, up and down, and you're actually keeping yourself in the chaos, in the overwhelm, as long as you choose to keep reacting to the overwhelm. Okay. Isn't that a crazy visual? Now, in order to get through the overwhelm, you have to choose what frequency you want next. You have to choose the priorities you want. And in fact, you probably already chose the priorities when you first made your original plan, right? But then here we ran into another problem. Okay. You chose your priorities but you didn't learn how to hold the frequency there. Okay, Um, so let's picture this on the vibration table. Okay, let's say you have the salt shaking there and it's in a cool pattern and you decide to change something and you turn up the frequency pattern or the frequency of the table. Okay, let's say that the way the table works is that if you don't hold the knob at that frequency, then it just gradually slips back to where it was before. And that is kind of what has happening in life as well, because when you chose the new priorities and you wanted to move up to that new level, that new frequency, when it got hard and you started listening to the negative voices and and looking at all the proof that your brain was finding, you didn't hold the knob there. And so things start slipping back and you feel overwhelmed, and you feel chaos and you feel like you're falling behind. Okay. So what do you do? (laughs) Right. What do you do? Well, you chose your priorities or you need to choose them, right? You have to make sure you hold the knob there by actually doing the priorities. Or you have to weed out the distractions from doing your priorities, because that can happen too. Because you didn't know they were there until you started trying to do it, okay? So there, there is actually a um, saying that says, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Well, I mean, it depends on what the person is being busy at, but for pro- I, probably what they should have said is give it to a productive person, right? Because productive people know where the distractions are and they don't let them distract, them, distract themselves with that. And they also know how to choose their priorities and do them, okay? So when you're implementing new things, you got to keep doing them. And you're also going to get a lot of distractions. And this is where the uh, prioritization comes back into play too. Because now i got to say, okay, I got these distractions, but I need to stop prioritizing them and giving them time and energy. Now I need to focus my energy on doing the new thing, right? Your brain is going to give you a lot of excuses, a lot of negative voices about why you shouldn't avoid those distractions because you were we're calling them distractions because they're stopping you from doing your new plan, right? But they were things you were probably already doing before and giving time to. So if you don't keep going and getting the distractions out, then that knob is just going to slip back, and you still keep feeling overwhelmed. Now I say keep going, right? But I'm not saying don't don't run yourself ragged, kind of way, right? What I mean is that in order for you to keep going, you have to choose to make yourself do the things you need to do, okay? Um, and again, this is where the priorities come into because it might just have to be, okay, I have a few more messes right now as you are working to implement this other habit. You may not be able to keep up that old system at the same time as you're putting in the new system, but once you got the new system going, you can come back to the old system and get it back into place. So, you know, maybe you're, you're trying to implement homeschooling, but the house is falling apart. Okay. well, you're going to focus on getting into a rhythm for the homeschool and maybe it's going to be a little messier for a bit, but it's going to come back in when you go when you figure out a smoother path for your homeschool. Okay. the key is, is that you are intentionally choosing what things you are and are not doing the things that you're going to let go as you give yourself grace to create change and to implement your new ideas. Right, because you literally cannot do it all especially when you're trying to bring in new things. And even if I did write a book named how to get everything done, I don't actually believe you can do it all. Okay. It has to do with prioritizing too. Okay. So one other tip um, is that I mentioned earlier that when you feel like you're falling behind, it's because you don't feel like you're making progress, right? So to combat that feeling Start looking for where you are making progress, where you're doing good things, where you're, you know, keeping people alive sometimes, you know, that might be the progress we are looking for, you know, so at night, when you lay down in bed, instead of thinking of all the things that you're failing in or all the things that you have to do and all the things that need your attention, think about the things that did help you feel like you were making progress. And don't let your brain rationalize them away and say, oh, well, that wasn't a big deal. No, it was progress and you did it. So claim it and argue with your brain if you have to. You will get there, but not if you give up, okay? It is a battle in your brain to implement the changes and keep going and not feeling like you're falling behind, okay? If you can feel like you're making progress, then you're going to feel so much better really glad that this mom posted this on the Facebook post because she was asking for help and it is okay to ask for questions. It's okay to ask for help. And sometimes it can make all the difference in how you're living your life. Right? So for me, I told you I'd been feeling the overwhelm too. And it was actually kind of interesting because I didn't even realize I was feeling overwhelmed. I mean, I knew I was busy, but all of a sudden I was like, whoa, I think I'm feeling, I'm getting to feeling overwhelmed almost here, you know? And I, I hadn't felt that way for a long time. So it was really good for me to recognize that because once you recognize it, then you can do something about it, right? You don't have to react. Um, so for me, you know, I did keep going and pushing through and doing all the things because I know what to do about overwhelm, you know? <laughs> I posted that on Facebook four years ago. Haha. I mean, at least that was a good reminder though, because you forget when you're in overwhelm, right? So I intentionally, once I recognized that I was getting into overwhelm, then I could be more intentional about what I was choosing. And I could ask for more help. I could do those other tips. Um, and I could also, um, because I was being more intentional about it. I, I could also feel okay about being that busy really. Okay. Um, so, I mean, and I also realized I don't want to run myself into a crash. I don't want to be this mother victim, right? I could ask for help. So, so I did. Um, and I also knew that I was going to get a lot of time freed up soon as well when my daughter gets her driver's license. So yay, right? Anyway, I do know what it feels like, though, to be stuck in that overwhelm and feeling like you can never get out of it because you keep trying things, but then because of the chaos factor in between, you can't, you have a hard time holding it there until things shift into the next level and that you got your habit established. And, but now that you know that, that, now you are empowered to do something about that. You keep holding it and you are more intentional about what you're thinking and doing, and it will come, it really will. Okay. And that is what I love to do. I love to encourage you that there is hope you can get through this and you got to keep going and learn and adjust your system so that it does get smooth and it will come. It will. So give yourself mercy for where you have to let things go. It's not going to be perfect. I'm always saying it's progress, not perfection, right? And then focus on where you are making the progress, and it is, you're gonna feel so much better, I promise. So if you ever do want extra support and help with this, that's what the Hero's Journey membership is all about, because that's what we're doing, is we focus on making the progress so that we're not continually feeling overwhelmed and falling behind. I mean, there's gonna be moments, it's gonna come in, but we're gonna keep making progress on that, right? Now, the membership is closed right now, but you can get on the wait list for when it opens up again, and we would love to have you. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on Building Heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.BuildingHeroesAcademy.com